Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. It is Friday, November 5th, and this is of course your daily financial news. If you like getting your financial news in little uh, 10, 12, 15 minute chunks, you like to get them daily. Yes, daily means seven days a week. We've been doing this together for about a thousand days. So if you're a returning viewer or returning listener, I want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Uh, it has been amazing. If you are new to the channel, welcome. What you can find at One Rental at a Time is the daily financial news at 7.30. You will then find me talking to eight or nine multimillionaires each week going over topics that should interest you. And then we do live streams and hot takes. In the end, One Rental at a Time is a very different YouTube channel. Uh, it is a channel that is built up around lots of experts talk, taking different topics, and we don't always agree. So hopefully you like that. Uh, hopefully you subscribe, you leave comments, interact with me. I'm a one-man show. Uh, if you see a response, it is from me. I don't have some VA or anything of that nature. I do my best uh, to get back to everyone. Uh, the only thing I will say is uh, don't preach hate. Uh, I don't need that in my life, and I know where the delete button is. But if you want to disagree, by all means, disagree. I am wrong all the time. Next up, we're going to do something different today at 8 a.m. or in 27 minutes. My normal Friday uh, expert, Stephen Dow from Velocity Mortgage, can't be with us today. So I am going to do an 8 a.m. live stream. It is going to be based on my viewing of Joe Rogan's Quiet Desperation. I believe that was a collection of Joe Rogan interviews talking about kind of how I felt at 30 years old. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to highlight stuff we don't talk about usually on this channel. I'm going to talk about writing a book. I'm going to talk about what I've done to create a YouTube channel. I'm going to talk about how I turned a hobby into a side hustle into, frankly, real money. Uh, the reason I'm going to do this is because I truly believe any of you that have a hobby that you are truly passionate about, there is side hustle money out there for you. And some of you just need the few extra hundred dollars, maybe a few thousand dollars would make a world of difference. So what we're going to do at uh, eight o'clock Pacific or in now 26 minutes is I'm just going to pull it up and we're going to have, uh, I'm going to share an honest discussion about some things that I've done that far exceeded my expectations I do everything I do to help and give back. So we're going to talk about writing a book from a guy who can't write. Uh, we're going to talk about creating a YouTube channel from somebody who doesn't edit, doesn't know what walkout music is, couldn't, uh, couldn't get good internet for a couple of years. So um, yeah, we're just going to talk about it. Hopefully it inspires you to take a hobby and maybe do something with it. So on to the financial news today. All I got to say is I nailed it. I freaking nailed it. I think it was Wednesday we did an over-under for job creation in, uh, in October that was reported today. 
I put the over under at 500 and many of you partaked, you responded, you left feedback. Some of you even got ballsy and left a number, which I greatly appreciate. You can go back and watch the video. I love how all of these are captured so you can go see what I'm about to say is true. First off, I put the number at 500. I then said, I will take the over. And then I got a little full of myself and I predicted 537,000 job creation. Just a wild guess. Guess what? The number came in today at 531,000. I was in rough and tough 1%. The experts, Wall Street, the people with big, deep pockets were estimating 450. You know, I'm going to take a victory lap this time. I got it. I'm not never too high on my own supply. I still remember, what was it, six months ago, I thought we'd have a million and we had like 180. But oh, by the way, it has been adjusted to 480. So the miss isn't quite as bad, but that is still an embarrassment that I hold. So I got one. I got one. I'm on a pretty good streak too, by the way. So uh, it's been a good couple of months for me at uh, one rental at a time. So yes, job creation 531, far exceeding the 450. Uh, I was in within 1%. So for those of you that took the over, congratulations. Uh, for those of you that took the under, it's kind of a sign that the economy is coming back, I think. So pretty good, pretty good stuff in my opinion. Uh, the unemployment rate dropped to 4.6. Never forget, never forget, never forget that these quoted unemployment rate is something that we call U3. A far more accurate unemployment number is actually U6. U6 includes discouraged workers. Discouraged workers are not included in U3 uh, because they are not actively looking. But U6 is also down. U6 is down 8.3%. Most of you will not know this, uh, U6 in February of last year, pre-economy shutdown, was 7%. So we are within, I don't know, call it 20% of getting back to where we were. Generally speaking, it's a positive trend. So you just it is what it is. It's a positive trend. On that topic, Peloton. I believe Peloton was talked about on Sunday when I talked about the week ahead. And I said, ooh, not going to be a good one. Gyms are opening, more options in the, you know, work from home kind of connected uh, uh, workout, kind of a stain from their treadmill. Lo and behold, ouch, missed revenue, missed earnings, lowered expectations, can't predict the future, all these things. And they have cut prices, which hurt margin. So Peloton, hopefully none of you owned it. If you did, well, you can dollar cost average today. Again, don't take my advice on stocks. I don't own any. I will not play in the stock market until it's on 50% off sale. Uh, so I don't play. But again, if you believe, if you are a believer, if you're Kathy Wood and you, you, know, you are convicted, well, congratulations, you can buy more today. On the stock front, I had this below, but might as well use it here. If you are investing in the stock market in any fashion, assuming you're not picking individual stocks, congratulations. You have had a very good run, and it seems to continue. Stock market was up big today, uh, but I got to ask, can anybody tell me why? Doesn't this kind of feel like a, a party? Kind of feels like the party should be shutting down, but people are still showing up, getting going to the bar, getting that seventh, that eighth, that ninth drink. 
we have inflation, we have wages, we do have a growing employment base, so maybe the economy booms next year. I don't see it, but maybe it does. But again, if you're in the stock market, uh, remember, you really don't make money until you sell. Uh, lots of people learn this lesson in various cryptocurrencies. Hey, I made a million bucks. Oh, shoot. It's all gone. Well, you really didn't make anything. At some point, many folks should at least take their capital back, right? If they put in 10 grand, take it back, let the winnings run. But again, if you're in the market, you are crushing it. Congratulations. I wish you well. I hope it doubles from here. Your win is not my loss because I got nothing in the game. So good luck with that. Next up, we got to talk about Open Door and OfferPad. These are iBuyers, if you didn't know. And obviously, we've talked about Ignazium now that Zillow is out. Now the question is, is iBuyers truly a new category that will live on and expand? If so, if it continues, perhaps Zillow leaving is like Ask Jeeves, Yahoo, Excite, leaving search. Basically giving Google a monopoly in search. Not saying it is, but it could be, right? You are taking one of the largest buyers out, leaving a defined market for OfferPad and Open Door. Don't know. The one thing I can say about Open Door and OfferPad is um, talking to uh, agents in other markets, and I've talked to several of them across the country now where Zillow was active, and most of them are like, of course they lost money. They were overpaying. And this is across the market, across the country. I have not heard the same thing about Open Door and OfferPad, at least to the level. Zillow was frankly a joke when you really press agents off the record. It's like they were they were paying more than I thought stuff was worth. So again, uh, Open Door and OfferPad don't seem to, at least at the moment, have the same reputation. So perhaps they are, are doing okay. What I wonder is, what happens if the market gets soft? I do see a housing slowdown. I've been talking about it for six to eight months. It is happening right now. I believe one of the things that iBuyers have benefited from is a once-in-a-lifetime drop in inventory to a million units. Makes everything on the market look better. But again, we shall see. If you have experience with Open Door OfferPad, leave comments below. I would love to hear it. I don't have any direct uh, contact. I did have some with Zillow. Uh, but yeah, open door and offer pad. Let me know. I still can't believe the Zillow CEO is saying, you know, we are unable to accurately forecast the future of housing. I still can't believe he said that. That's a fireable offense. That's not how flipping works. I can't believe he said that. That is crazy. The great resignation has a great feedback loop that is not positive. Remember, folks, if you are an employee, you have power like never before. You can ask for a raise and likely get it. You can change jobs and get big, huge, gigantic jumps in salary. You have the power. But just remember this feedback loop, and this is why I think we have wage inflation for quite a while. You quit your job. Your people that are left over pick up more work. They get stressed out. They quit their job. They hire more people. They're new. They're not getting training. What we are seeing is wage inflation and quality or length of tenure collapse. The experienced folks are getting huge bumps, changing employees or employers. New hires don't get the training, service level going down. It is a, it is a feedback loop that feeds on itself and 
doesn't end well quickly. This is going to go on for quite a while. Wage inflation is not a moment. Wage inflation is not OPEC in the 70s shutting down oil for four months. Wage inflation, hourly wages, the hour of effort, it's going to be years in the making. And again, the consumers feel strong. We got to go back to consumer confidence from two weeks ago. And they're right. Jobs are plentiful. You can quit a job with no plan and get a job quickly. Wages are up, especially if you're willing to change employers. This is going to end in inflation across the board. I have to ask, we've been talking about these $2 trillion bills, right? The hard infrastructure and the soft infrastructure. Looks like they're going to total somewhere between 3 and $5 trillion and just add to inflation and add to taxes and just be interesting. But I have to ask, what happens if neither bill is approved? The margins of safety for Pelosi to get these approved or signed off or agreed or whatever the right vernacular is, is not great. She only needs a couple of folks on the hard infrastructure to say no for it to blow up. And trust me, if you blow up the hard infrastructure, there is no chance the soft infrastructure gets done. So I want to ask, what if the last four months and maybe the next two months leads to nothing? That will probably not be good for the Democrats in the midterm election. But I really think that is a possibility. The Democrats are, um, frankly, fighting internally, progressives and, and progressives and I don't know, whatever. Two categories inside the Democratic Party not agreeing, and they could, they could mean nothing gets approved. So I wonder what that does. I wonder what that does. So again, I've never thought about it, but it came to me this morning when I see all of these articles about he said, she said. It is, it is something we need to consider. I thought it was a foregone conclusion that the federal government would just spend our money because it ain't theirs, it's ours. But at this point, we should at least consider maybe there's a, I don't know, what do you think, 5% possibility neither one gets done? One is already passed the Senate, the other is not. I don't know, it's something to think about, right? And then lastly, uh, there was an article on CNBC that inspired me. It was about a 27-year-old young woman who was making 40K a job after graduating college and hating life, kind of that quiet desperation that, you know, Joe Rogan and and why we would do a live stream at eight o'clock. Well, she quit her job in a moment of um, angst with no backup plan. Uh, She certainly was lucky at the time to be living at home with parents. But what she very quickly did is she built up a brand in a business. Her passion was health, fitness, and writing. She was able to turn those passions into a side hustle. That side hustle now, after years, is producing $10,000 a month on um, Fiverr, freelancing on Fiverr. So again, there's a lot of lessons learned in that. We will be talking about that together at 8 a.m. How a guy with no technology skills to speak of, someone who doesn't advertise, someone who doesn't... uh, doesn't have a big backdrop, a big studio, right? I'm talking to you today on my phone, how I've been able to build four or five or six side hustles since quitting, each producing thousands of dollars a month. 
And again, I have no idea what I'm doing every day. I just do what I love and I love helping people and talking about the financial markets. So hopefully I'll see you at eight o'clock. I know it's a Friday. If you can't make it because you're working, no worries. It'll be recorded. It'll be up on my channel. But again, we're going to talk about how you can turn your hobby into some side hustle income. And if you stay, if you stick at it into some significant money. So different conversation. People have asked me about writing a book, uh, doing this YouTube thing. So if you want to talk about that stuff, I'll be, uh, I'll be live in 13 minutes. Take care. Bye-bye.